dance, Disco was not the only one to die. I was at Mel's diner with my boyfriend the other day, and we settled in, took a peek at our menus, put in our orders, and commenced our unspoken tradition. Seven songs off the jukebox for two dollars. My picks would depend on the mood and general vibe of the day and would be a healthy selection from the crop of decades between the 60s and the 80s, but would, predictably, veer to songs from Hall and Oates, Queen, the Grease soundtrack, Elton John. What we would do is take turns picking songs. I would pick the first song, followed by his preference, followed by mine, and so on. You get the gist. To the middle to end of our meal, Last Dance by Donna Summers comes on. I very lightly assume it was my boyfriend's pick, as we seem to be the only two late night in the quiet restaurant, monopolizing the jukebox. I'm sure I've heard it innumerable times since it first came out, that it all but ceased to be anything, more than a very feel-good background music, to any number of weightier preoccupations or endeavors, day to day, that would range from mundane to tinged with only the lightest touch of magic, but more the latter, more the latter really several years. Too many to count. Too depressing to ponder. That night, though, the song enveloped me in its sway and transformed me for just that liquid golden second to my sixth year of life, to summer, where tadpole ponds were a mock in the backyard, and the soft, buttery daylight did not cease until it was good and ready. And my mother, my pretty, young, light-hearted mama, moved and boogied to the music. fragrant apple rosy cheeks and smiles that crinkled the edge of her eyes appealingly so very much like my own. She was little tomato gardens and finding plump earthworms in the giving soil. She was squeals like clockwork when our orange kitty frisky would ambush her at the foot of the love seat around the corner of the kitchen. She was morning and fried bologna hats, and afternoons crooning the Tennessee waltz, and vivaciousness, and movement, and life. 
she was fretting because I wanted to be her when I grew up. And she perhaps didn't even want to be herself. But it had already been written. For how do you disentangle the mother's history and the daughter's destiny? out for several seconds before she speaks them, on the days that are almost still normal, rare and precious like those sun-dappled days. I don't remember the music on most days, maybe unconsciously, because they do not seem to fit anymore, they seem illicit too joyous, and I don't allow myself that, perhaps feel that I don't deserve it. Last dance, last chance, it wasn't an omen at that baby soft stage of life, we were dancing, dancing heedless that today and tomorrow and the days to follow would never mean anything to one another. Maybe we knew after all. Maybe there was a foreboding of sorrow. And we undulated in time to the beat, perceiving somehow that if we did not do it then, we would never be able to again. to stretch its lanky, torpid limbs over movie theater butter gorges, days into days into days. But this leaky faucet mind, drip, drip, drip seconds, last dance crackles on the radio, and even demure hips swayed in time. Dancing Queen, a flushed vision 